Hey, King Jamil, tell them what to do, man. Hey, man, just go ahead and like and subscribe and follow us at The Mob Podcast. Tune in every week on Mob Mondays. Mob! I'm so high even when I'm coming down. Just met a girl, say she from the H-Town. I say my name is Drizzy and ain't nobody realer. Cup inside a cup, smoking ghost face killer. Got these poppers going crazy, nigga, I'm the man. I sent your girl a message, said I see you when I can. She sent me one back, but I ain't never read it. Cause pussy's only pussy and I get it when I need it. And I'm telling you, I'm pussy when I'm down in the winter. And I be riding rims with my ties in it thinner. Airports done, flying charters overseas. Full of Dom Perignon in the water for the D's. Yo, welcome back. This is King Jamil. You're now tuned in to the Mob Podcast. Uh, a little bit short-handed tonight, but we're still here to get it done. So introduce yourselves if you don't mind. Juice. It's Devin Jahan. It's amazing. And Miss Amazing has a baby on board today, pulling mommy duty and working at the same time. Dedication, so. dedication, dedication. <laughs> All moms matter. Shouts out to her for doing doing double duty tonight. Um, so jump right into it. It's a recent Twitter debate um, talking about one of our classic black movies, uh, Love and Basketball. Uh, so the question is, was Quincy tripping or should Monica have stayed? Everybody familiar with the scene we talking about? I am. Oh, you are. Okay, Juice. On her game today. <laughs> so was he tripping or should she, should she have stayed for her man? I feel like he was being overly sensitive because as him in the same sport or the same field, he should have understood her reasoning for why she, well, why she had to leave. And I feel like, I mean, obviously it's a, um, a sensitive topic for him, but I feel like he took it too far. I agree. I agree. Um, I feel like... Maybe the way she handled it could have been a little bit better, a little bit more sensitive to his feelings, but I definitely feel like he was being oversensitive. She was being was sensitive like, to his feelings, though. I mean, the way that she said, like, oh, I gotta go. Um, maybe this wasn't the age and cell phones. I know it wasn't, but, like, she could have been <laughs> like, true. I can, um, oh, we can talk point. about it tomorrow, or, like, do you need anything? Or, I don't know, something she could have said, but, like, a little more like more supportive of more supportive and right. not just like okay. uh, gotta go you know it's 11 o'clock gotta go you know get a jet what's up but I mean I definitely feel like he was being oversensitive but I think when males do go through stuff they do tend to be sensitive so hey now shots just pow, saying pow, pow. I agree um, <laughs> I'm just saying like well I disagree with he that he needed to be <laughs> a little bit more understanding of her situation and understanding that it was important for her career and um, been a little bit more mature in handling um, the situation is not as sensitive. I mean, as, as I guess childish as his parents going through a divorce. Like, you're a grown man. I can see if he was a child, but like, you're old. You should be able to handle that a little bit more maturely. Yeah. I mean, we all agree. I agree. I think he's a little too sensitive. Um, the only thing that caught my attention when you said about the. Um, because he was grown, I would say the only difficult part that I can understand is that he looked up to his father so much. Yeah, so that was kind of tough for him to really... And he he had dealt with the accusations before, and he took his side. 
So pretty much it was like a double smack in the face. Like not only are you cheating on my mother, you pretty much, you know, lying to me. cheated on me in a sense because not che- you know what I'm saying, but like disappointed me as well because I I look up to you. I took mm-hmm. up I took up for you, mm-hmm. and this what you did. But I definitely think he he could have used it more of a distraction. Um, her success because mm-hmm. she you know she was struggling. She had been complaining uh, about her playing time on her role on the team or whatever, and then she was appointed a starter. So. He could have used her success as a distraction to not focus so much on what was going on with, with, old, with old boy. But uh, ultimately, though, I agree with y'all. He was a little too sensitive. Now, you said it, something to that effect. If this was in today's time, you think it would have been a different situation being that we are more technology savvy than with the FaceTime, They would have fell asleep on the phone. But he, I mean, she also said, I'll call you when I get in. And he was like, no, nah, don't worry about it. So it's That's like, true. what do you want me to do? Like, I can't sit here. Okay, well, I'm sorry. You either you want me to talk to you or. No, nah, that's true. I forgot she said that. She did say that. So I feel like ultimately he was being super sensitive. Like, okay, yeah. I can't talk to you face to face. I'll give you a hug, kiss before I go. We can talk it out over the phone. I mean, yeah, obviously you want somebody there, but it's like. Are you going to be really angry? <laughs> I agree, Giselle. I can't sit here and talk to you face-to-face so you can get the next best thing. It's either you take it or you leave it, and he left it, so. Yeah. Well, we all agree on that. Overly sensitive. Uh, what was his name on the drink? Quincy. Okay, niggas be in our bags sometimes. Quincy McCall was a little. Uh, thank you. Let's Ooh, not go there. You. All right. Um, Valentine's Day just passed, it so. Did. Recap on Valentine's Day. How was how was everyone's Valentine's Day? Fuck it was it. great, awesome. <laughs> great, awesome. Fuck it, juice. It was um, it was good. It was Woke inexpensive. Up to some nice messages from people that love me and you know oh, people. And uh, what else? Oh, it was work. That was awesome as usual. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Devin Johns. It was a fuck it for me too. Oh, but it was, it was a cool. Thursday. It was a nice. Yeah, Thursday. it was a Thursday. All right, so we're gonna meet in all day that day too. Uh, Why was it fuck it for y'all? Y'all didn't have a good Thursday. No, I had a good. We told. I had a good Thursday. Okay. Didn't have a good Valentine's Day. Wasn't Valentine's? I think it's just too much thought and too much. People put too much thought into this holiday. I didn't have so I didn't have a good Thursday because I was in a boring meeting all day. The Valentine's Day aspect of it, it wasn't even. It was just I wasn't a participant, so it wasn't. That's why I say fuck it. Kept my money in my pocket. I wasn't upset. Was this your first Valentine's Day you haven't celebrated in a long time? Yeah. Yeah. First Valentine's Day in like six or seven years, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't upset, but I was a little like, towards the end of the day, I was a little, I can't think of a better word. So I was a little upset. Because you didn't get no box? That I couldn't, huh? (laughs) Because you didn't get no box. No nah, it wasn't even about getting you know, no box. I haven't had box in a brick, so it wasn't even about that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was just more so like I'm really creative and I really like to show my creativity in, in these type of. Uh, so what was your idea? I'm not giving that because I might could reuse. I might could use it one day down the line. Let so, me ask. Keep it in your bag of tricks. Bro. Yeah, keep it in a bag. You said you're very creative and you you had something. Maybe you had something in mind. Why can't you do that on the regular? No, no, I can do it on the regular, but like I think these days are uh, another. It's like I, I look at it like a test. Like you could go like about competition it. wise. No, just like 
a test to of myself, like the Okay, okay. Like you. you could not celebrate it and say, Well, I do this all the time or you could say, I do this all the time, but I'm still gonna do Okay. X, Y, Z, this, that, and the third. So that's how I look at it. That's how I look at any like holiday, Christmas, Valentine's Day, birthdays, all that. Because I do it anyway, or I would plan to do it anyway, but I can still do more because it's a little bit, a little bit bigger. So okay. I had some ideas in the bag, but I couldn't pull them out. So it was a little like, damn. You couldn't? Nah, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Nah, it wasn't the right time this year to pull them out. But the right yeah. time or the right person, bro. Yeah. Otherwise, though, I mean, it was a chill. It was a chill Thursday. So. Do we agree still that it's a woman's holiday? Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, no. Why you say no? I think it's for the everyone involved. No. Like, if I'm celebrating Valentine's Day, I would, would celebrate by reciprocating the love. I don't just expect our like to give as well and show the love. I say it's a man's holiday not because you know I don't reciprocate reciprocate the love. It's only I only say that because from past experience, I was never I'm trying to use my words wisely required to go above and beyond for the male. It was more so they were worried about making me happy. So I never really had to had to set up the whole I guess, like, I don't know what men want, like, the roses and, like, I guess the champagne bottles or whatever. I never had to set up the whole setup for my other. So, I don't, I feel like it's a women's holiday because women go above and beyond. And they're, like, I don't want to say extra, but they like the reaction of seeing what the man has done for them. Okay. Let me ask you guys a question, men. Would you... Um, what would you do if your significant other bought you flowers? Would you accept them? Would I'm you not, like them? I mean, I would accept them, but she should know me to not buy me flowers. I'm just not a... I don't. You don't like flowers? No. I like to give flowers, but I don't. You buy me some cologne. What am I saying if a girl gave you flowers? What, where, where am I going to put the flowers? I don't have no vase. I don't have one. What if she provided one? I mean, then we could you, what, we gonna put it on the dinner table. That's for us. That ain't for me. No, she brought you flowers to That's your house. That's what I'm saying. The flowers wouldn't be for me. The flowers would be for us. Why? Because the flowers are not something that, that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they, <laughs> they decoration for the house or for us. It ain't so. I'm not gonna walk past the flowers every day and be like, oh my gosh, those are so beautiful. <laughs> like, what about you? Not I mean, I take them, but I probably be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like. Flowers. Yeah, a more, I was uh, just curious because I saw um, that on Twitter. This uh, girl said, uh, "Like, fellas, would you um, enjoy flowers as a gift one day?" No, I, I, I mean, I would embrace. I would accept it, but enjoy. Eh, that's a stretch. I think. I think some guys could, but society kind of tends us to flowers are for women. So mm-hmm. I would, like I said, cologne, something small, but something like that a guy would would like. So with that being said, for Valentine's Day, do you guys ask for gifts or say mm-hmm. what you want, or it's just a surprise? Because well, I'm also not gifts ever because he can buy himself whatever mm-hmm. he wants. Oh yeah, so no, I don't yeah. act. It's whatever you think. have wants, and it was more so we kind of just agreed to treat Valentine's Day like Christmas almost. Okay, or like I feel exchange like it, one that's gift. how it should be. Um, nah. So I think I asked once for a pair of shoes. Other than that, no, I don't ask for anything. <laughs> You can't get the shoes. Your face, you just made with like I don't shoes. buy men's shoes, so uh, they gonna walk out of your life. I mean, cause I bought a purse, so you ain't about to buy me no 
no hat for thirty dollars, and I bought it. You know what I mean? Like that was the only time. Though. But typically, I don't ask. I can't. I can't. I can't relate on the whole buying things because I've had people try to buy me things to keep me around. So, mm-hmm. like I've, and not even to brag, but I've had gifts that were just bought for me that I wouldn't buy for you because we ain't there. I I just wouldn't. And I typically it doesn't matter the relationship. I don't buy men's shoes. Like my child's father, I, I it's been some years, and I wouldn't buy. I still wouldn't buy him shoes. I I just don't buy men's shoes. Very expensive. Buy shoes. Not buying all nine, ten of my brother's shoes. No, I just don't buy men's shoes. Sorry, Chuck. I would say, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it could be a men's holiday. I, hate, I always hate to say depending upon the situation, but depending upon yourself and your relationship, it could be. But I would say for women, in my mind, if you have one of those men or you're in that relationship where you say, my man treats me like a Valentine's Day 24-7, 365, then you could use that as a way to show your appreciation for what he does on a daily basis. I do that on your like own, 365. But for those who maybe don't, or even the same thing, like you I said, you can use that as a day because... Like typically, I don't celebrate it, so maybe that could be like a surprise. Like he don't, he not, you know, we don't really indulge in it like that. But this year, I'm going to, you know, what I'm saying, do a little more Valentine's Day for him. Like that could be another way to again keep the relationship exciting and spicy or whatever, uh, and kind of like a surprise to be like, this is my appreciation for all that you do every day out the year. When some women only get it this one day, so it could be flipped yeah, a little bit. He's saying that. But for niggas like us, that'll be very hard for the woman to pull off because he's already going to be jumping to what he's trying yeah, to do. Yeah, I'm just giving But he's not even going to... The kind of guy that he is, and I would... Especially for Valentine's Day. It would be hard for a female that we're dealing with to do what he's saying that they should do. Like, like surprise y'all. Surprise us. I was just about to ask. He would, he would beat you to the punch. He yeah. would have his right. Valentine's Day plan all decked out. So it's just like... Mm. And then like... That's why I feel like it's a women's holiday, though, is. because... How, like, say for instance, you, because you disagree, how would you, like, what would you, what would your woman have to do for you to be surprised on Valentine's Day? If you already she would can't... have to one up me. Exactly. Bill, how? Like, if you, about... you waking up surprised. She's gonna have to do what? She could pay yeah, she would have to, like, she would have to, like, catch you before you start yeah. your Yeah, she would have to hit yeah, her surprise before I hit mine. Like, if mine's is like, like I ain't doing all that yeah. shit. <laughs> you gotta be, like, yeah. But you, and you ain't gonna do it because you're gonna wake up and he's gonna be happy Valentine's Day, baby. <laughs> it all depends ready. on what my plan was. So <laughs> it would be very, it would you be have very to difficult. Early in the day before he's able to execute and his you, plan. But you, you could like. Oh, this. She gonna roll over to suck your dick in the morning, and you gonna have a car and some flowers. I might not even be in the bed because I might be out executing See, exactly. my plan. Exactly. So then you just missed out on some head because uh, you out there trying. Yeah, but to I'm gonna get it that night because that plan is everything. So it don't even matter. But that leads us to. What's the most creative thing you've done? And it might be a little difficult for some of our females because, you know, y'all get it every day, all day. You don't got to do Valentine's Day. I'm not creative at all. So, nothing. Sorry. (laughs) The most creative thing I've done for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Or close to something, like, romantic if if it wasn't specifically on Valentine's Day. Or for Valentine's Day. I always like to be creative and surprised. My partners. Um, let me think. One time I surprised them with a vacation. Um, I just 
told them get in the car, don't ask questions, bring clothes but not for a certain amount of days. They fell asleep in the car. Fell asleep in the car. Woke up and they was like, Where the fuck? Can't nobody fall asleep in the car. Oh, they fell asleep in the car. Yeah, and they was like, Where the fuck we at? And then they happened to be in like a nice hotel suite that we had and they was there alone because they've been saying they wanted a vacation. This was Valentine's Day or just No, just Valentine's just one day I did it. Um, let me see. Very nice. I know. But you had, kind of right, you had planned for that? Hmm? You had already, like, you had planned for that. Yeah, right. like four months in advance. Uh-huh. And, like, I would just be so asking them questions. That'd be my, that'd be my and then let me see. What else I've done? Oh, there's They more. was going through some tough times, and I felt like they needed to some reassurance of love. So I reached out to all their close loved ones, friends, family, and secretly asked them to send a message to them, created a compilation video, and played it for them. Aww. Um, that ain't no little shit. That took a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It did, sure did. Because uh, niggas don't text back. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> you know, I told you have your video in by Tuesday, and you know, Sunday rolls around. You, yeah, everybody sent it to me at the last minute, so I had to work while you know that person is still around me. Like, you know. Oh I'm damn! I, I never hit send. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. But, you know, That's the biggest black lie ever. Oops, sorry. Next. Just here. Oh, never mind. I was talking about <laughs> shade. <laughs> um, I've done a lot of creative stuff. I have had that happen on Valentine's Day once. I was blindfolded. I didn't fall asleep in the. I fell asleep in the car, but I was blindfolded, so I had no choice. But I woke up in uh, Pennsylvania somewhere on the snow slopes and all that, which mm-hmm. was cool. Um, but for me, I don't. I've done a lot of creative stuff. I would say the most recent thing I did, which was last year, uh, because the person I was talking to was a teacher. Um, so I decorated her classroom. So I got up super early, went to her school. Uh, the janitor, janitor let me in. I, I had been at her school before, so that it wasn't like I was a stranger. Uh, decorated her classroom, um, for Valentine's Day stuff. Came back home. My car was clean. Um, she cleaned your car? I cleaned my car. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I washed it out, vacuumed it out, cleaned it. Uh, dro- no, oh. dropped it off at her house with Your the key, car? my car, because she had like an old car, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, like oh. I have a charger, so dropped the car off, had a sign on the car that said be mine, um, there was a big bear in the front seat, it was breakfast in the front seat, it was coffee in the front seat. Um, was it cold? Was it gold? Cold. Cold. Uh, That's coffee? very nice. No, though. like I I dropped it off like. 30 minutes before I, I knew she was about to get up. Oh. Um, so. This is beautiful. How did you get home? I called Uber <laughs> home. Damn. Damn. That's, that's yeah. nice as shit, And then shit, I drove man. my truck, my other car. My old, my old car. I drove that for the day. So she had my car for the day. So, yeah. Did you fill up the gas tank? Yeah, it was full. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what very was her nice. reaction? Uh, she was surprised. She was totally shocked. So would you prefer, because you weren't there... Is it just the fact that you did it for her, you knew it made her happy, or would you prefer to see the reaction? Um, no, I just did it, and I knew it would make her happy. I can kind of guess the reaction. Okay. I mean, she called me right out. I'm on my way to work, and I'm playing it off. She's like, I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? I'm just playing stupid. Um, so, it was, I mean, that made me happy. How she knew your car was out there? She know my car. I mean, when she walked outside, like, to get in her car, my car was there, and it had a balloon. Did you have a note that said the keys are right here? I, the key was, like, wrapped around the... Oh. Windows too. Oh. 
oh, yeah. lash lives in a good area. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. very nice. That was the most that's recent last year. Shit. So yeah, I did, you know, gotta be creative, man. So what were you going to do this year? I'm not telling, bro. It's in my bag of tricks. Hopefully, I pull it out next year, maybe. But what if you don't? Because what if, like... Then I'll sell it to somebody else who can use it, because my shit is golden. So I'm not just going (laughs) to give it out there for free. Not the whole idea. Can you give us an idea? Can you give us an idea what you were planning to do this year? What is something that you would do? Maybe something else. No, that's something he already did. Well, no, okay, so I can say, for this person, I was going to do... Similar, but I was gonna like deck her classroom out like the balloons. Oh, so it's everywhere. another teacher. It's the same. It would have been the same person. Oh. Uh, oh. So I would have just decked out the classroom like 100. percent Like I just did her desk. You did all year. that for her and she didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would have did all that and then I was gonna have flowers Chucky, you better come sent back. to her job. I've never okay. sent flowers to her job. I always send it to her house. So I was gonna send them to her job. Um, with uh, some other stuff, but yeah. That's it. That's very nice. <laughs> I can't follow up with that. So. What's the? Uh, yeah, I'm not creative. The creative the thing most you creative did. for Valentine's Day. Well, period. Was pretty creative. Uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to think of anything kind of top that. I don't think so. Um. So I was dealing with somebody that didn't live in the area at the time. So I was basically just trying to surprise her. So I had a hotel room. Um, she had to, she had to work that day allegedly. Um, so, but the the idea was to basically um, surprise her, go down. It was uh, Pennsylvania. Go down Pennsylvania. Go up. Up, down, out. Go to go to yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, and then surprise her when she got off work, and then just basically give her um, an evening or a night of luxury and relaxation. <laughs> Good. It wasn't even trying, I wasn't even trying to do that. It was just like, because I had bought like bubble baths and I had like bought lotion that like just give her a massage. Yeah, all that good stuff. I had candles, I had balloons. I think I bought that before. I think I did that. Massage oils? Yeah. So that was basically, that was the the most elaborate thing I can think of. Um, Yeah, that was last year. I'm really good with these ideas, so if you have any help, you know what I'm saying, just ask. No, I got, I'm good with the ideas, too, you know. Come to me. I'll be finesse. I'm not interested. <laughs> Hit us up. We'll create a cash app. Y'all can pay $5 hey, for these ideas. Because these ideas be great. Niggas got to hustle. I think uh, I could I top yours. I, I doubt it. It's competition, bro. I doubt it. As long as she likes it. I wake up early. I, I doubt it. I ain't doing all that getting up early shit. <laughs> You wouldn't get up early for well, I'd be tired of shit. <laughs> I'd be late to work now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was up early. Fuck no. This nigga woke me up. Like, oh, that's him. I'm going back to bed. Fuck that. Uh-huh. Um, but, okay. So, next we have a situation where the NFL player for the uh, L.A. Chargers, <laughs> Jaleel Adai. Um, he's in hot water after toasting with his white fiance um, in a group of uh, friends that are in mixed relationships, interracial relationships, uh, and they were toasting to more light-skinned babies. And they posted on Instagram. How do you feel, if you feel anything, uh, about that situation or that those comments being made from our African-American men who are apparently solely dating white women to have mixed or uh, light-skinned children? I'm going to be completely honest. When I was in middle school, and it don't really count, but when I was in middle school, I always wanted to have 
to get pregnant by a Cuban man because I wanted my child to come out with hair and the complexion. It's just like the perfect golden complexion, which isn't obviously isn't true. I didn't know anything better in middle school. But um, as I grew older, I always said, I want my child to have nice hair. So I want to have sex, well, not have, well, obviously not. To get pregnant by someone mixed, it didn't matter the race. Um, but I feel like now people pay more attention to light skin kid, well, light skin people, because it's always oh the red bones are this, the red bones that like, and then when it comes to a brown skin person or a dark skin person, it's like oh you look nice for a dark skin person, you look mm -hmm. nice for a brown skin person. So I think it's normalized for people to generally. Um, mm -hmm. Pay more attention to the light skin, skin tone, whether it's kids or people in general. Yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't really have an issue with the comment because I think that as she said that, and that's also a common thought process. However, I mean I don't know if that was situation, but I have a problem with if you're saying that you won't deal with black women in order to create the light skin child. Like I wouldn't neglect a black woman. Now even my preference is a, a lighter skin woman, but I have talked to brown skin women, darker women. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know, it's just, it's on a deeper issue. I think, you know, people don't, dark skinned people all the time don't look at ourselves as attractive because of our skin color. We compare to other complexions. Um, even I wish I was lighter, but only for the purpose of my tattoos looking better. Um, but so I think that plays a part into it. So the only issue I had was, and then like glorifying it and together, like that's just not funny because it's offensive. You can feel that way, but you don't need to voice it like that. And then- I agree. You're an NFL player of status on a vacation, and somebody's recording you, and that just—that's just a bad look. Like, no, well, he posted on his. Oh, he posted. So that's he just a, dick, a dickhead in itself. And um, I actually feel opposite with you. I don't have a problem with him um, voicing that he won't deal with black women. That's your preference, okay? Whatever. Do you? That has nothing to do with me. I have a. A uh, problem or so just to say like because I want light-skinned babies like I think all skin complexions are beautiful like I actually prefer darker skin but um I think that you know the the conversation about like the colorism of the child is the issue with me more so than what's your preference in your sexual partner is I don't care what you do with your, with your dad bless you bless you but, um, I mean, yeah, I feel you. It's just, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I feel like it's, like, if it's their preference, that's fine. Like, everybody's entitled to yeah, it. What you are attracted to, that's you. But, but for you to say, because I feel like in this time and day, it's very sensitive because we're already dealing with a lot of racism. It's not necessarily racism, but you, I mean, I guess that's, it can be. Yeah, that looks like inner race. Take, Is that the word to say, inner racism? Well, yeah. I don't know what the... Well, you know, I'm not racism, colorism. Colorism, yeah. Well, I'm saying because he's discriminating against his yeah. own it's colorism. colorism. Oh, okay. So within a race. Right. There you go. <laughs> 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 um, I have an issue with the whole thing. Um, strictly because of just the setting of it. It's, you're toasting to, again, the biggest issue is that pretty much you're, you're making this choice solely for... Uh, the color the color of the skin of your child, which I'm assuming, I can only assume, you think is more presentable in the right. world. Yeah. Um, that's is. a big issue. Um, and then you're doing it, you're all, you as an African-American man, 
are doing it in a setting where there's multiple African-American men who obviously agree to the same thing because they all were dating white women. Um, so I just have an issue with that. I, I feel like a lot of our racial issues that we have for ourselves come from within because we do and say stupid shit like this. Um, and then for him to be to post it, like you said, on Instagram, it just neglects the platform that he has. Um, and because we are in a sensitive time, you just got to be more cognizant of what you put out there and, and the insecurities you can create due to how you may feel. So I have an issue with the whole the whole thing. And then on the flip side of it, um, I mean, I, I, it's not a racist thing because obviously these white women agree or think that a light-skinned baby is acceptable too um, because they're toasting to it, you know, as they date an African-American man. So... It's not necessarily a racist thing. Um, it's their colorism. It, yeah, so that's, I have an issue with it completely. Um, like you said, your preference is your preference, but it seems as if you're only looking at one particular creed uh, to fit what you want to have. And that's why I said I have an issue with it more so. Again, if, if he's saying a light-skinned, because you can get a light-skinned child by a non-white woman. So my issue was more so don't, like, even again, I... But why is the complexion of your child even matter? Because that's, like, you should love that's, your child that's, regardless of what no, you so I'm not. That, I don't believe they're saying that they wouldn't love their child. They're just saying they would prefer to have a light-skinned child. They're not saying if he came out dark, I'm not going to love him. They're I just, think that that's absolutely what they're saying. And I also think, I think that that's just my opinion. Not to necessarily say I'm not going to love my child, but it's like if my child comes out dark-skinned, you're like... You're going to well, be disappointed and happy well, about well, yeah. they, well, from what they're doing, it, your child wouldn't come out dark-skinned based off of what they're... You don't know what the child's going to come out, I mean, but come out t- like. I mean, historically, though, what black man and a white woman creates a black baby? It's happened. It's happened. I'm just, I said... I have a twin cousins. You know, you I didn't say kids. it doesn't happen. I'm but just you said saying, what? I'm just saying that with the majority of it, like most mixed, light-skinned-looking children are produced. And I don't think every woman at the table was white from the video. I can't tell though, but it's just a preference. I don't. I, again, I don't. I have two I don't cousins. Like, one is more so white looking. One is dark as hell. I, I'm not here to say what they should. That's that's what you want. That's what you want. I'm just saying more so. Again, I wouldn't. To me, it's like they would, like they just don't consider dating a black woman or a dark skinned woman. Now, I have a preference in light skinned women. However, I am attracted to darker females, so I would not neglect or I would not pass up a beautiful black woman because she's not light enough for me. That's the, the bigger issue I have. Is just, don't say that these women aren't beautiful. And as black as that dude is, his mom probably is a little dark. I don't know, though. But And it's just... And then also, I can't go too much, to, too much into detail. However, I have... I just recently found... I have a family member that thinks the same way as far as they, they don't... Well, they won't not white, but they only want to date Filipinos. And so it's just like, but our whole family is black women. And so it kind of just raises another issue for me. But, I feel like the whole dating, like, I guess I'll just say a mixed woman, is it has a lot to do with society and social media, too, because I feel like a lot of people jumped on board. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, um, mixed women do this or mixed women do that that black women don't do and everybody jumped on board and was like, okay, well, we want to date these women too. So I feel like that has a lot to do with it as well. Um, Because I feel like there are men that are attracted to black women, but just because society says Filipino women 
do things and obviously we know what things we're talking about better so they jump on the bandwagon of wanting to date Filipino women. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of question marks behind it. Because <clears throat> um, then I'm even saying now, I'm thinking like, if that's if that's your if that's your opinion or that's what your preference, mm-hmm. what are you saying about yourself? Like, do you not accept yourself? Do are you not comfortable in your like own it has skin? Everything to do with that. Yeah, and then it's like instead of instead of not instead of, but in light of saying I'm a love who I love, and then if my child happens to be my complexion, mm-hmm. I'm going to teach them how to deal with. The you know the uh, what's the word the the injustice in the world or, or the complications that come from being of this skin complexion, but to totally just try to avoid that and say, well, if my child's light skin, they probably won't have to deal with it. I, I just think it's a, like a it's weaker a, thing a behind it. A big projection of his insecurities. Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking that now, sitting here just listening as we give opinions out on it. So um, he did take the video down. I'm pretty sure somebody got in there She's and said it's not a good look. Um, his mother, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. But, um, you know, things we got to deal with mother uh, in today's society. So, we got this whole Takashi 6ix9ine Treyway situation. Um, Treyway? So, I'm going to let Devin Jahan go ahead and explain that a little further. Um, so, basically, we all should know by now or know that Takashi and members of Treyway and all them, uh, the manager, Shadi, they have been locked up and... Were face uh, Takashi specifically was facing charges and was facing um, racketeering charges, selling narcotics, robbery, uh, a multitude of things. He was facing up to 47 years behind bars if convicted on all charges. But he recently entered a plea deal, and some of the details of the plea leaked out. And so he's basically, from what they're saying, is he won't receive for forced cooperation. He will not receive any jail time when his sentencing comes up um, in January of 2020. So he can be released as early as January 2020 with no jail time, and uh, he will be eligible for witness protection. I feel like it happens more than we know. Um, It's just that this one was publicized. Um, A lot of people do it. But I feel like in his situation, he did a lot of talking. Like, it was a lot of flexing on the internet, and I feel like, you a bitch. How you receive no jail time after you was facing life? Like because not he, I'm not even gonna shit. say a bitch, but he, he I mean, bitch. I don't wanna say he's so he he received no jail time for his cooperation, so he's basically gonna get the bigger fish in play. Isn't like you know, when you get the bigger fish in play, he's just a little man and he's a puppet. I mean he only been in that gang for like two years. He and he, so he obviously high of a chain. I don't like it's not a lot of those like some rappers and people pay to be in those gangs. Like, they feed the families of the people within the gang for protection and things like that, for status and all that. So like Devon, King Jamil said, he wasn't really, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't in, he didn't grow up in that gang. He just, you know, and then his popularity brought them notoriety, brought them probably more women and money. And then there's a story that basically the people within the gang were manipulating him to do certain things, and they were on the verge of trying to set him up to kill him, I believe. Um, so I think that led to him also saying, oh, man, let me do what I got to do to get out of here. And, you know, so he's, yeah, he's facing no jail time. So he's in there now, and, again, he has to be sentenced. But they're saying dude, when his sentencing comes up, he won't receive jail time and witness protection. 
Because I don't know all the details. I mean, initially I'm thinking, yeah, he's snitching. But like you, you, you just said, they possibly were set up to kill him. So gang or no gang, no matter what loyalty ties is, if I get word that you try and kill me, yeah, I'm snitching. So I'm going to protect myself. So if that's the case, I, I kind of understand a little more. But my ultimate opinion is that it's just not sad, but it's just crazy. And I was telling somebody, I blame Soldier Boy. Because he started this whole trolling shit way back when with yeah. the whole internet stuff. Now, obviously, I don't think anybody expected people to come follow him and do it to this extent. But, like, Takashi is big on the whole trolling thing and making things look more than what they are. And then, so I reflect on J. Cole's verse in the mm. A Lot song. It was like, but, uh, well, something about Takashi reflecting on what he had to do to make it to the top. But the truth of the matter is he probably didn't have to do all that. Like, somebody was going to fuck with his music regardless of his gang affiliate. No, I think so. His look. That weird look. The trolling act already was getting them, you know, talked about with the the beef with Chief Keith and all that. So he had the buzz That was the thing that he he admitted to in his plea deal was he paid $10,000 for somebody. Oh, that's what then. He paid somebody to shoot at Chief Keith, so he, he admitted to that. And then I was just reading the thing right here where it basically said that his defense of his, his lawyers are basically trying to paint the picture that um, all the gang stuff was just an act for him. It was just to fit his rapper image. I can agree with that. I feel like even if he comes out like, okay, somebody's going to want his head. Well... That was a thing. So that's what was witness. Pro- Boosie. I know. I'm aware he's gonna be in the witness protection. No, but program, right? that's what Boosie badass had basically said. Like he needs witness protection because if he Absolutely. don't have it, he was gonna need witness protection regardless if he was in jail or not. When he was in jail, if he was, he was gonna jail. die. And if he no, out, if he's he in jail die. and not snitching, he wasn't. Yes, he was. They were still looking for him. Yeah, I mean, he was so he was in Witsec in jail. However, it's different because now you have a public figure. You can't let that man get killed in jail. Okay. I'm not saying they wouldn't try, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have a. He would spend the rest of his life. But I'm saying you have a high profile person in jail. So, he would be a set. Yeah, but the jail is like. Pretty much saying. All it takes is for somebody to pay that guard to let something slip and then he's like in real prison. Who got the more money? Him or Takashi? The people, you know what I mean? In gangs? It's not hard to get. No, okay. Missing my point. I I sadly think. That he'd have been okay with that. Because, like, he'd have, in his mind, from what I'm assuming, how I'm just assuming he thinks, he probably think that that would have made him a legend for real. Like, mm-hmm. to do what he did, get locked up, then go to jail, get killed in jail by a rival gang or whatever. I feel like he might have... He would have liked the clout. Yeah, he'd have felt like he was a legend for that shit, which is fucking retarded. But, I mean, I, I, again, I don't think he even had to go... To that extent, to be popular, the, the trolling game, the trolling thing was cool. Not, I didn't like it. I don't like that shit. But it was, it got him the notoriety, it got him the buzz, That's and I think that that was enough. People, people like this music. I wasn't a huge fan, but he had a couple little bops. I like it for songs. his energy. Yeah, oh, I mean, he had a lyrics. couple songs. Like the song with Nicki was cool. Depends on what mood I'm in. Uh, so I don't think he had to do that. So I mean, it's just it shows you how desperate people are for fame and attention, which is the ultimate sad part about. That whole little shit. Um, so transition to another celebrity um, in a bit of hot water recently, Jesse Smollett. So uh, allegedly he was mugged or, or brutally beaten um, in what they call a hate crime. Um, 
but the lack of evidence have led people to believe that it was a hoax. Um, and I believe that the two persons of interest uh, are from Nigeria and they were detained on their way to leave for Nigeria, something like that. I mean, one of them was a, was a worker of some sort on Empire. I thought it was two people that shouted MAGA or something like that. Yeah, and, and uh, so there's a lot of holes in the story. So that's what people are, people are calling for more evidence to be found because now with the whole hoax story, there was a, there was a, a claim that it was something about, hey, MAGA was shouted out. Um, that, was, um, that was when it first came out that that's what that came out that it was like it was racially um, insinuated because they said something about MAGA it was two white men that beat him up yeah but it wasn't two white well the two persons are of Nigerian descent and now they're saying I, <coughs> I've heard that they said that uh, they screamed out hey hey empire so claiming that they recognized him from the show yeah that's what it was said in the beginning too yeah but I didn't didn't hear the whole MAGA that's where some holes in the story so people are calling for my evidence so Knowing what you know about the situation or what you don't know, uh, do you need more evidence to support him or do you believe that there's some truth to the whole hoax story? I don't think there's any truth to the hoax story because where does he benefit from getting jumped? Well, they, they said that apparently, supposedly, it was to buy him more time on Empire because they were about to kill him off the show on Empire. They're about to kill, about to kill that whole show anyway. Um... The show, I guess, has been suffering. I mean, obviously, people, some, most people don't watch as much as they used to. Um, so it's to build some buzz for the show. And the show does come back on in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, he did that? Or like, so the Fox that's, said it? Just, like, come on. That's just what there's a lot of stuff people are people claiming. I don't see the benefit in me getting jumped, stage jumped, me calling the police to fake that I got jumped. I just don't believe it. Now... It is possible for an act like people get jumped all day long, every day in any neighborhood, and the police never find the people that did it. It's just that he's a celebrity, and whether he heard some, whatever the stories are, but I don't believe that he got. It's a hoax. I just believe that you just can't figure out who beat somebody up in a dark alley on a random night, like in Chicago of all fucking places. Yeah, I I don't need any more evidence to support him. I mean, I. I don't obviously don't know him personally, but from everything that I know of him as an actor and as a human being, from what you know we see, he hasn't done anything that led me to believe that he needs to lie about something to be relevant. So um, my whole motto is until he showed me a reason to not believe him, I I believe him and support him, and um, I don't think he's lying about you know what he's saying. My I, I have an issue with people, you know, taking these theories and running with them from jumping. Then now, like I was listening to the radio and the guy was like, where's the video? If you got your ass beat, all these cameras around, somebody got a video. It's like, why do we need that? Like my, he said he was jumped and, and beaten. I don't need anything else to further support that. Like he has, he hasn't, I don't see a history of lying. I don't see a history of anything. He's openly come out as a gay man. Um, and he's never had any type of altercations before that led you to believe, okay, this is just too much. So, um, I don't feel like I, you know, people just want too much for no reason. So I didn't feel like we need more evidence to show support for him and what he's saying has happened. I agree. Cool. All right. Um, Transition to a little softer topic for for the time being. Um, talking about dating, talking about first dates. Is talking about your ex or your past relationship okay 
on a first date? Yes or no? And then if not, when is it, if ever, okay or appropriate? I think on the first date, it depends on the connection. Mm -hmm. um, or I guess it depends, like, if you first meet someone and then they're like, let's go to dinner tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, like, three days from now. Or if you guys are having a conversation, I guess it depends on the connection. Um, I definitely think that talking about your past relationship is important. Because um, it, it can tell you a lot about the person, whether you talk to the person all day long and you get to know them. I think it tells you a lot as far as what they want, what they don't want, or say, for instance, their security, insecurity. Um, I think it can give you a lot of insight about the person. Now, as far as details, I guess that all depends on the connection in the whole. I agree with what Amazing said. I feel like it's more so, um, what is the intent that I'm what is the intention behind me speaking about my past relationships? Is it to gain an understanding of me better as a person? Because um, that is okay, but like, if it's, what is the intent behind it um, as far as like why you want to know about my past or what, who I dealt with? Before? You're saying like the intent of somebody questions you, or if you just, what if you just come up of like. That's what I'm saying. What's the uh, intent, intent behind of, it? Like, getting it's, it's like, what is the intent behind it? Like, what benefit does this serve this connection relationship that we're enduring right now um on the first date like i like you said i think it depends on the connection that you have with the person like if you just met them yesterday um yeah going on a date it might not be appropriate it just all depends on how the connection is going at that point um so like uh let's it just... might flow in the conversation yeah, that's what and I'm it may be awkward like you can't just be like all right so your ex can't will have walk that back <laughs> oh yeah, so no, I'm just, I'm just thinking. So on the first date, if, if I just were to say I asked you like, how long was your last relationship, or when was the last time you're in a relationship? Is that? How long was your last relationship? Yeah. Um, I would want to know why you want to know that. Yeah. I, don't, I, I wouldn't, um, cause it gives me like, insight on you. Like, was your last relationship two weeks? Three months? Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for something long term? Are you looking for yeah, something Don't ask those questions. Don't ask me how long my last relationship was. It could lead so to those. Ask, just be direct. Like, what are you looking for? Yeah. You can ask that as well, but. Don't be prying into my past you, and I don't know who you are. Why do you know all my details? But why are you talking? Because I'm trying to figure out how much. Because we're trying to get to know me. <laughs> exactly. We're trying to get to know each other, so we need to know certain things. I mean, that's just me personally. I don't think I would get offended if someone was like, how long was your last relationship? I wouldn't get offended. It would just be more so like asking me questions about I don't like to be questioned, so. That is a question about you, though. It's a question about my past. Is that, is that that's you, right? It's your past. Now, it's, if somebody asks you in me. Never right, right, right. <laughs> Feeling me? That's you. That's what I mean. It depends. Now, I, I didn't, when you brought it up, I didn't think of the questioning part. I thought more so of the, if somebody just starts like blabbing about all their relationships on the yeah, first date. Now that would be different. Like, are you over it? Because you're still right. Right. Like, you're bringing all this. So that's why I'm I don't saying. even know you. What's your favorite color? Type thing. You know, it's just like we uh, just sat down. Yeah. <laughs> like if you just. Kind I of ain't even get the bread and then yet. He said right. that this, and then I was like, it's just kind of like. Right. So that's what I'm saying. As far as the, if you're just blabbing about it, like a first date shouldn't be where you just pour out all of your like, baggage yeah, yeah. on the first yeah. first date. No. But your general questions about it, I wouldn't question even if a female were to ask me. You know, when was the last time you were in a relationship, or how long did your last relationship last? I wouldn't take offense to it. I wouldn't feel any kind of way. I would just 
answers. I mean, because on a first date, especially if you're trying to establish that connection, is sometimes a little awkward. Sometimes, mm-hmm. but you're just sometimes yeah, like you're just maybe you may be fishing for questions just to keep the conversation going. You just never know how to you know yeah, how a first date can go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I wouldn't. I mean, it's like you said, it depends on the situation, but first date, it's okay to ask questions. It's not okay to just start, like, pouring out all your baggage about it on the first date. No. That comes later. I definitely think it's appropriate to disclose that type of information in the beginning stages, though. Um, It might not be the first date, but in the beginning stages of the connection, I think it's definitely important, because like you said, to get to know who that person is. I'm that type of way, like... I, I'm a lot to deal with, so I like to be upfront with my, the shit that I've been through or um, the shit that I don't want to deal with or whatever up front so they even know, like, you with it still and then continue and move forward that way. Hell no, go check, please. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had an opinion, then I had two questions. Um, damn, what was the question? Oh, talking about it. Me, at this point, I have decided that I'm not, I don't want to talk about my past relationship because it's in the past. Like, After today? Huh? <laughs> After today? That wasn't a relationship, though. Oh, so you was just doing... Yeah, yeah we that was wasn't talking. a relationship. We oh, man. Yeah, we weren't together. But um, I don't want to talk about it because it and it's, it's mainly because it's been so long now. So it's just like I'm a totally different person than, than I was then and it's not even like relevant to discuss. So I would much rather prefer you ask me like, what are my intentions or what am I looking for? Uh, I would prefer you ask me that than about my past relationship because that's, I don't even struggle with those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not an issue no more. Um, and then I had two questions. Damn. Oh, so, damn. Uh, it was a good one, too. You start writing shit down. I was trying to, but I ain't, I don't even want to get it. You don't know. Uh, I know one of them. Maybe that one will come to me. So, the first one was, let's say you're dating. Okay. So you have an ex, an ex, so a past relationship, and you are friends, right? So you're cool with your ex. When do you introduce or tell, do you tell the new person that you're seeing that you're friends with your that ex? You're friends with your ex? Or do you just introduce the ex as a friend? No, don't crazy. introduce the friend as an ex because then when it comes up that that's introduce ex, the why didn't you tell me it was an ex? Uh, I don't know when you introduce it because I, I don't I know. think it depends on, on how long it's been since you and that ex Doesn't have matter. been together and the extent of your relationship. I think it depends on the person that's in a relationship with. I'm telling you right now, to me, I don't give a fuck how long ago it was. If they've seen you, had sex with you, loved you, expressed love for you, to me it's just those feelings never go away. So they're always there. So I'm not. I'm okay with you being friends. But his question was, when do you express it? You tell me very, very early in the beginning to let me process it. Okay. Now, say for instance that you introduce the ex as a friend, or you let them know whatever the case may be, and your significant other doesn't agree with it. So now, that becomes. Like how long now? Now the length of time since we've been broken up becomes a uh, a thing to explain. Because if you trip now, if you're tripping and we haven't been together in ten years, but we're just really really cool, that's different. But if y'all broke up like a year ago, so but that's what I'm saying. I don't, and I'm not saying I have a problem with it, but I would want that. <laughs> I would want that person to tell me to allow me to decide what I'm going to do with it. 
And that's why I say you should introduce it early on in a relationship because if it's early enough to where the person can bail and it's nothing, but if it's too late and then the person got a problem with it now, this becomes a big fight two years from now because you never told me this was your ex. So how do you bring it up? Um, tell I, me directly. I agree. Like, tell me in the I beginning. Um, and it's not even once. It's, it's not <laughs> even because uh, I would be insecure about it. My thing is, I just don't want to be caught off guard. Like, if you tell me it's a friend, I'm thinking y'all just been friends this whole time. And, f- and it, it's random. My, like, my scenario would probably never happen, but just bear with me. So, like, if we hanging out, like, if I'm cool with hanging out with you and this person because it's just a friend, and then he just come, oh, yeah, remember when we used to kick it back in the day and we, like, you know what I'm saying, he alludes to the fact that y'all have done more than friends. I'm going to be looking at you like, hold up, fuck you talking about? So tell me up front so it's like if that were to happen, I'm not like totally why he caught bringing off up guard. Shit around That's why you. I say it's far-fetched. But you know what I'm saying? People reminisce and something might have happened. Like, uh, like you might have soared. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like that's disrespectful for a friend to bring up your past relationship in front of the new boyfriend. Why yeah, but if up? it's something that they may find innocent. Like, they may find that they're innocent. Especially if y'all all hanging out there. Right, they may like, think that you know. So it's just yeah, like, oh, my bad, bro. I didn't know. Or a slip of the tongue. So it's like, yeah, don't. I just don't want to be caught off guard like that. Yeah, remember when I used to kiss you? Why are you bringing it to Not like that. that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 now you about to get your ass. Like, like even, 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 um, let's say you went on a vacation together with this, with the ex Remember we went to friend. Jamaica, girl? Yeah, remember okay, when we was on the jet skis? I go to vacations with my best No, friend. but in my mind, this is me. In my mind, as a man, like, why was you on vacation? You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga? No, you get what I'm saying. You're just being difficult. That's what you're doing? Moving on. Okay. But yeah, so just tell me in the beginning so I'm not not caught off guard. And it's not even for me to, like, I'm not going to raise hell, like, so how long did that last? Did y'all, I'm not even trying to do all that. I'm just, oh, y'all used to date? Okay. Boom, boom. Y'all friends now. I'm a lead, I'm me, me personally. Yeah, because it's like, I just want to know. So don't catch me off guard. I'm not about to be. And then even, so even if you're not, um, I would say too, even if you're not, if you've never been in a relationship, but as a female or a male, if you know that the person that you're friends with has had feelings for you before, I feel like you should express that as well, too. Like even if you friend zone somebody, but you're still friends with them, you should express, I just want details, bro, because now it's like I got to learn how to maneuver around this, this person who's your friend, but who wants to be more than your friend, but you friend zone them. Like there's a, I think that a lot of females... Struggle with but like with that concept. Just because you didn't view them that way doesn't mean he didn't view you that way. So I have a problem with him being around you because he views you the way I view you or whatever. Like that, that's that's been an he issue. He want my spot. Yeah. So do we agree that you should tell your Most spouse? Most definitely. Your spouse. Spouse, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, person you're talking to, you should express that stuff to me very very early in the beginning before anybody even gets involved. To allow each party's the time to decide and process how they want to move forward. My biggest thing is always if I push it out to you on the table, and it's up to you to deal with what I'm bringing to the table. So you can't complain about. So if I tell you, yeah, I'm cool with my ex, and you say, okay, you cool with it, you can't come complaining to me weeks later, years later, months later, because we already talked about this, and you said you was okay with it. I had that happen though. Yeah, so don't like, I expressed that early on to And then you, see, that's ex. your fault. You should have told him how you felt for real, for real in the beginning. No, I expressed that early on to my ex that I'm friends with my ex, and 
he said he was cool with it, but and then he, he really wasn't, and it was annoying. Yeah, don't lie. I wouldn't lie, because then you set yourself up for shit. Yeah. And now yeah, she's going on dates with this friend that you really don't, not cool with. We or she, all going not to Not dates, hour. not dates, but they hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. say I'm at work. And you going to hang out with the nigga, but I'm really not cool with it. Yeah. But I told you I was cool I, with it. I was making sure, like, you cool, we going on? Yeah, nah. Yeah. I had that be a problem before, and I, I was very adamant, like, nah, I'm not with that shit. That's not your friend. But then I kind of had to, I, I grew to be okay with it, but I made mm-hmm. sure it was known that it was a problem for me in the beginning. You also stated that, was it the time frame in between the ex relationship? Yeah. That... You're not comfortable because you guys, you said, they still have them. Yeah, and this was this happened when I was a little younger, so my my, my maturity wasn't there. But so the time frame was like maybe like two or three years prior. But I wasn't, so I had an issue with it. But then when I I grew and matured a little bit, I learned to look at it like okay. And then I have friends that are in the same scenario, so I couldn't be a hypocrite. But yeah, the time frame matters a little bit to me. Because um, you, if it's a long period of time, you've had time to really grow as a friend and remove those immediate feelings. And then if it's too soon, then I feel like it's too soon for certain situations. Well, I'll be the oddball and say that I don't. I disagree just on a part as far as um, being separated for a certain amount of time. Um, my last ex, 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 whatever you call it, um, we broke up, and we broke up simply because we grew out of each other. Um, but we're friends, and we were immediately friends. Like, I mean, and I'm not gonna say immediately friends. I only took maybe like five months, six months, and then we had conversations as friends. He actually did express that he did have more feelings for me, but I think I kind of forced the friendship. Because I forced the friendship mainly because I think what happened in our relationship. He, um, I think this we had like tragic moments together, so that's why I felt like we were friends. But I never expressed to my present chucks. Well, they're not more than one, but that we were friends. So, so you didn't tell them about the friend? No. But okay. But you did a good job of them never finding out, I presume, right? Or did anybody ever find out then it became a problem? But before we became official, social media had told them that he was an ex. So Ooh. he he knew. But the, but so they knew that they knew he was an ex but didn't know he was a friend. No. Uh. Did um, ever, so did they ever find out that he was a friend later? Yes. Was that a problem? Yes. Okay. I would have presumed so, because it would be a problem with me. Yeah. Because you had plenty of time to tell me this, sis. <laughs> That's actually happened in two of my relationships. I just never told, and they both yeah, found should. out. I mean, we can get it right now. We can start leaving with re- Well, I know it's in the past, but is there a reason why you didn't tell? Was it something like, I don't want to deal with what you're going to say, or was it just... Like- the first relationship, to be completely honest, I was still in love with my ex, and I got in a relationship with the second ex. Simply because I needed something to fill the hole. Right. But then I actually fell in love with him. So it wasn't like, I'm going to tell you, oh, we're friends because we're not friends. Like, I can cheat on him. He knows because I told him the same day. 
Oh, you I was guilty, guilty. guilty. Yeah, real, <laughs> real guilty. Like, I'm not a cheater. Like, it's like, as yeah. soon as you stopped. <laughs> Uh, no, for real. I got just in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, Damn, you didn't even wash up first. <laughs> I mean, I washed up there. Oh, okay. Damn, you couldn't leave? <laughs> you told, you telling me you feel bad, but you had enough conscience to shower at that nigga house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the shower. She was in deep thought, like, damn. Washing the sin off. Nah, it really yeah. wasn't until I got in the car and two hours on the way back home. To him. Yeah. <laughs> when you like, I gotta say something. Well, no, he was actually at work, and he thought I was at work, and I called, and he was no at school. And he was like, "You ain't at school," and I was like, <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so he damn near caught you in the eye. So you just had to. Not just... if I wouldn't have called, because if I wouldn't have oh, called, called, he called thought I was, Yeah, I okay, called him. Okay. Like when I left the house, I got in the car, and I was like, hey, "So you told him right then and there?" Yeah. So how was, oh my God, I just want to stay on Do this for so Do you mind talking about Oh, no, I don't mind. Okay. So how was that, like, so how was the conversation afterwards? Because no, obviously. Wait, what did he say to your reaction about doing it? Um, It was just like. He probably like, you joking. Yeah, he did say that <laughs> you were joking. And then he was like, well, you're supposed to be cool. You're missing class. It was more so. <laughs> <you're> fucking father? I'm going to fuck about your education at this point. <laughs> no, it really was. You're supposed to be in school. You're missing school to be with another man. And. But I think it was more so he was insecure because he knew that he was an ex and he knew, he, I didn't tell him, but he knew that I was still in love with him by someone else. So it was kind of like, he kind of felt bad. And then when I got home, I was like, he oh shit, I got to comfort him. And then it switched from feeling bad to you got to get the fuck out. And I was like, nah. and then I went home. <laughs> but I mean, we got back together a month mm-hmm. later. We took a break and then we got back. So hold up. I never cheated. In that month, did you dip back? <laughs> oh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I don't. I, probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure. I probably did, did though. No, she. I thought she was on a break. We on the break. We need to go break. That's We're a good question. Break. I don't remember. That's women's favorite thing. We wasn't no, together. No, I didn't dip back that month, but. Oh, after y'all got back together? No, 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 no. Okay, no, we were on a break. I'm sorry. We were on a break, and then I did it again, and then some some other shit happened. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay. Um, I've only cheated once in my life, and that was that time. Yeah, I think you did it all in that one time. Um, You shouldn't cheat, because you couldn't even make it to the (laughs) 7-Eleven when you caught the next day. Yeah, I was real guilty. It was was real bad. Guilty, guilty. Um, All right. (laughs) Um. So as we transition back to a, something a little more uh, serious, a little bit, just want to know our opinions on black-owned businesses, being that this is Black History Month still. Um, how do you feel about black-owned businesses? I feel like black-owned businesses need to take a step back and get serious about what they want to do. Thank because in the you. last week, I've had too many encounters with black-owned businesses when they have been shit, complete shit. And I'm not the one to be like, oh, don't go to this company or don't buy from them or don't eat their food. I'm more so like, I'll tell you behind closed doors, look, I think you need to do this or this is what I didn't appreciate. And I'm an asshole, but when it comes to black-owned businesses, I'll be really, really nice about it because I understand how it feels for somebody to bash you on the internet or for somebody to come towards you saying, like, your business ain't shit. But I also feel like a lot of black-owned businesses feel like, Oh, it's just me doing it. I'm not a company. And they use that as an excuse for why shit is three hours late or why they order food and they say the pickup is three to seven and then they call you at 
3.52, when you tell them that you're 10 minutes away and they tell you your food not going to be ready until 5, and then they tell you they're going to bring it at 5.15, and then you get there at 5.15, and then they don't answer the phone until 6.15, and you call, and they be like, oh, I'm not done yet. And then it's like, oh, you didn't give me an update. And then it's like, oh, well, I told you I was going to call you when I was on the way. And then it's like. <laughs> a lot of bullshit. You're still hungry, huh? Hungry as shit. So that's my intake. I think she summed it all up. That's the biggest thing, too, like she said, though, is uh, I think, again, we need more black-owned business, but we need more people, like she said, are professional. That's going to be serious. And like, running their business and don't rely on the fact that you're newly owned. Now, granted, mistakes happen, but you should be working to fix all those mistakes at all times. Don't rely on the fact that, you know, black... I think what happens is black-owned businesses sometimes expect for black people to support their business because it's black owned and it's you I mean typically you support a business because they have a reputation that is that eludes them to garner that kind of respect as a business so I think that's the biggest thing we need to work toward even black employees need to do a better job of because yeah I mean we walked I don't know I think it was 7-Eleven no it was Panda Express Panda Express you know, you, you fixing my food and just because you see that we black he's like what's up bruh Huh? Yeah. yeah. What happened to right. welcome to Panda Express? Can I take your order? Like, would you like to try the bang bang shrimp? <laughs> that goes with waiters too. Like they like when the they younger, oh whatever it is, <laughs> the younger couples they be like, "What's up with you?" Or they be like, "Oh, the, man, I like this." Or like they talk to you like with slang. Yeah, I it's just like, feel like I'm not your friend. Yeah, I, I hate that. I mean, I, y'all hit on it. I agree with that. We gotta be more serious about what we're doing. Professional, professional. If we want others to take us serious outside of yeah outside of our community and then we got to hire people and train them to just because you see another black person i mean that's you take a break like i feel like they legit take a break like instead of being professional like oh shit i got a black what's up y'all y'all want something y'all good like no keep that same face on you still on the clock at the very least introduce yourself the proper way first and yeah and if i come at you like that then show that you can connect with your customer but don't come at me you know what i'm saying because i could be a bougie ass nigga and be like excuse me you know what i'm saying so don't come at me just because i'm black like that like you got to be professional at all times so I think that that's very important to what you're saying in that situation with the food, with the five five o'clock and the four o'clock and the three o'clock yeah. and the five. Yeah, and we need to fix that. And then not up having no food and just that has been me. my experience every time I've supported a black-owned business. It's happened a lot of times. Actually. Or trying to support black-owned businesses because of the lack of support that they feel like they get, and I've been investing my money into them, and I've had shitty as like ordeals with them and it's literally that whole back and forth unprofessionalism late this late that and it's not treated as such and I feel like that's why so many people be like they're not supporting black owned businesses but then the outcry for supporting black owned businesses is like oh we don't support our own well when are y'all going to be professional I think a lot of it has to do with customer service and then I think also a lot of it has to do with the supporters because like I said one thing goes wrong and people get on the internet and say, oh, don't go start to this person them, yeah. or they start bashing them. But it's like constructive criticism. And you, you don't always have to be rude to tell somebody to give feedback. Right. Um, I just feel like a lot of people, well, black people just want to bash. Yeah, we jump to straight negativity. Yeah. Um, so this isn't a black owned business, but they are in hot water with the black community. So Gucci. Uh, Created or advertised a sweatshirt that resembled blackface. Um, so T.I. and others called for a three-month boycott of the company. Um, but we had 
Floyd Mayweather and Kodak Black publicly disagree with the idea of the boycott, um, saying that they were still going to buy and wear and, su and support Gucci. So uh, do you have an opinion? Not do you have. What is your opinion on it? Um, do you agree with the boycott? You disagree with the boycott? Or what's your, what's your issues, if any, at all? I um, am a little disappointed because I just recently bought some Gucci shoes, <laughs> and I feel like I need to take them back. Sure. I was gonna take them back anyway because I got them from Nordstrom and they can run me my coin back. But um, no, I just feel like it's it's becoming a lot, and they think that it's it's funny because I feel like black people just buy designer stuff just because they feel like oh, it's okay. Like I feel like they buy designer stuff because <laughs> let them know. Because they want to, you know, show Hold everyone. Up. It's a problem when I do it. Because you're a grown-ass woman. She's she don't even months. know no better right now. She, she's supposed to have no filter so right we now. we're not going to make the two-thead-ass jokes over No, back to a six-year-old. She ain't two and Six-year-old, nigga, what? She, I mean, a six-month, though. She pooted. <laughs> she is so free. She I pooted, too. She nah, can't you stop grown. It. You should know how to control that shit. You literally lift that your ass, ass up. <laughs> She yes. just, she just sitting in her mommy lap and let it go. She, she ain't potty trained yet. <laughs> go ahead, baby. Let that just, let that poop poop go. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to address that. No, it's fine. Um, but I do believe that a lot of people, these designers, are getting comfortable with, I guess, making these little jokes or. Because it's not even the first one. Thing. Didn't they do that with um? What was it H and Hollander? Oh yeah, that whatever that might be. Oh, not the first company. Yeah. Agent of it was another subtle... I think, but I also feel like it starts with the black people because they keep supporting these Yeah, because I know I didn't stop. I made, I don't. Yeah. Well, H&M was a little different for me because I did not have an issue with the sweatshirt because I felt like the sweatshirt was a cute kid sweatshirt. Like, I would... The, now, some, I get I get the the connotation to, to the shirt. I get it. Um, but I wouldn't... Like, I thought, would I have an issue with my son... Wearing a sweat, I'm a clueless monkey. Like I don't know, I wouldn't have. Um, I think it's a cute phrase. I like again, I get the connotation, but me personally, I didn't have an issue with it. Now, how they advertised it, I had an issue with because you don't have to put it on a the blackest child. You know what I'm saying? As like that to me was their subliminal way of like poking fun at us. But the sweatshirt in itself, I did not have an issue with. But the way they advertised the sweatshirt was my problem. Okay. I feel like that's a little contradicting only because, I mean, it was a nice sweatshirt. It was cool for kids, but they put it on kids for people to say, oh, it's a nice kid's sweatshirt. But the story behind the sweatshirt wasn't, it was a cool kid's sweatshirt. It was to talk about black people looking or being monkeys. Yeah, and that's, that's what I got from the advertising of it. So, like, I separated. Like, the sweatshirt itself, I didn't have it. Like, you just saw it in the store. Like you, if, yeah, exactly. Okay, if you had saw sense. a white kid okay. with that yeah, sweatshirt exactly. on it, I probably wouldn't have been. been I still would have like, thought anything. a cool little kid sweatshirt. But the fact that they intentionally chose to right. put it on a exactly. black yeah. okay, exactly. well, I do what I think that was everybody's problem with it. Yeah. Uh, to go but, with it. But to, my bad. But to say, like, why I didn't stop buying H&M, that's... I didn't stop either. I mean, I was I felt offended, but they got some... Good sales, man. <laughs> I'm a broke boy, so yeah. So to go to nature, I think companies are doing, <clears throat> they're doing a good job of whether they're doing intentionally or they're doing a very good job of hiding behind the negligence of not being aware of what their images or what their clothing may portray. I think they're aware. They're, yeah, they're aware, but they hide behind the fact that, you know, it's negligence or it's 
fashion or oh, it's whatever. It's expressing themselves. I think um, they go with whatever people, how their reaction is. If a person, like, say, for instance, the black community thought that sweatshirt was really cute, they would have been like, okay, cool. But now that, that we we feel some type of way about it, they're like, oh, no, that's not what we meant. Like, kind of and then what does yeah, the, to, to me, back. what does the, why would we cap it at three months? Now, like the boycott. Anybody that's in business could tell me if I'm wrong, but this is what I assess from it. Three months represents a quarter of the business year. So I felt as if he was pretty much saying, let's, let's boycott it for this quarter to show them how much we yeah. fat in their pockets. So I think, I, I could be wrong, but that's how I process the you three know, months. Let's take boycott. baby steps and just yeah. commit to this. Cause yeah, because, to because else. they do invest in black designers. So it's a situation where it's like, we don't necessarily want to boycott 100%, but we do want to show them, like, this is not okay. And this is what this is what can happen should you continue these types of actions. That's how I took the three-month... I mean, I think the bigger, like, if you could, if, like, who designed a sweatshirt if they invest in black designs? Could have been a black person. Yeah. But on a... Amount, my, so I get now what you're saying about the quarter. My thing is, like, and then, like, baby steps, yes, but... Even why give them another chance? Yeah, because they're they're going to think this. They're going to continue to think and do the same thing. It's basically like, all right, they'll be back. In a different, like, a different like you know what I'm saying? Them niggas will be back. Basically, I feel like that's yeah, how they approach it. And that's the same. I don't buy it, not because of the issue. I just don't buy name brand shit like that. So. I don't either. I I generally bought my shoes for my birthday just because I felt like I planned for it, I budgeted for it, and I wanted them. Man, if you like them, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I typically don't, and I kind of feel bad that I did now. And I don't know, like, I, um, me and King Jamil were talking, it's kind of, I don't know if this going to bring this up today, but it's more, especially all of us, not just, and it's not just black people that buy Gucci because it's Gucci. We all, everybody buys it. However, black people seem to be more slaves to the name brands and mm. to... My cheap ass on camera. That's what I'm saying. Me neither. I'm not yeah, paying no... You know what I'm saying? Even I'm like not, I, I talked about how I bought an MCM bag before and it was I got it on discount. Like I'm just not. I'm very, I don't even know what tight. that is. I'm very very tight with money. I bought some jeans today for sixty eight dollars and I was highly upset I that I made that purchase. But I'm just saying. So you know what I mean? If you're gonna boycott it though, complete. I mean, like you said, we don't commit to it. I'm boycotting. But boycott it because what is it's just clothes, bro. Like you yeah. can find another and designer. Typically, designer clothes are very uncomfortable. Well, I'll just the shoes are very uncomfortable. So you bought some uncomfortable shoes that Those you wanted. Those actually were comfortable, oh. <laughs> but I, they're not shoes that you wear every day. Like, they're right. not walking shoes. Like, Lubinsons. No shoes that not. cost that much should be walking shoes. <laughs> yeah, you can't walk. That's, can't a one night, that's a one-night only bottles. shoe. Huh? Mm. But, yeah, I mean, T, so Floyd and Kodak came out and said, you know, they, they, were, they disagree with it for their different reasons. Um... And then people, you know, people obviously throw the coon word out a lot. I, I don't personally see would, Floyd yeah, or Kodak Black Floyd. as a coon. I, mean, I love um, Floyd. I just think that they are both ignorant I mean, and boxer. selfish. I agree. Um, like, I love Floyd as a, as a businessman. I love him as, you know, a person, a brass personality. But he's ignorant. And he's very he's selfish. Very and and money Black, does that. Yeah, money does that too. And Kodak Black, he's ignorant. I don't. I don't know if I can call I him selfish. Is he even um, educated? And that's what no. that's ignorant. Like he didn't even he Just didn't he him. didn't even sound as if he knew what blackface was because he was. Then people ain't say nothing racist. They ain't do nothing racist. 
I like white people. Uh, so the sad part is Gucci uh, not paying Floyd nor Kodak. Yeah. So I mean, I I agree with Ti a hundred percent. Um, I agree with what you're saying. You know, we're gonna boycott it, boycott it. But I understood the three month challenge that he was trying to present. Um, because if if I'm correct, again, I, I'm not hundred percent sure. But if I'm correct, he's pretty much trying to say, let's show them the influence we have, the impact we have, showing the power we have. So if we shut down their business for a quarter. They'll understand how powerful we are. That's what I'm assuming. If, like I said, if I'm correct, he was trying to, trying to get started. So, uh, even though I had the money to buy this shit, if I did, I would be in support of him 100% for these three months and moving forward. Um, and that, that's where I would stand on that. I also understood what Floyd was saying as far as people be jumping on the bandwagon um, to hop on. Oh, let's boycott right now, but don't care about it in a couple weeks. I and mean, that's what we do. We fake here. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fake outrage about things. It's hot. It's it's a hot topic right now. Even you know, let's talk about it. But like, who about to be bringing this up three weeks later? Who really actually cares? And I feel like that was the basis of his message when he was Floyd. Mm-hmm. It was or so, right. or so just like the fake outrage. So I'm not about to fake act like I'm not about to do like buy this buy the Gucci stuff shit. Like fuck it. Like I want to buy it. Just like everybody, he's basically calling him out like y'all on this fake outrage shit. Like. Even with like the whole, um, let me think of something. Like just a lot of fake outrage. Like even with you know the whole Black Lives Matter stuff. Like you see who's really like about it, and then you see the people that are like when the incident happens. Oh no no no! Or like even um, something to the effect of like. Um, like when it something happens, that's when everybody wants to like worry about it. But who's really right. doing the work behind it? It's a temporary it? outrage. It's a, yes, yes, temporary outrage about when it happens. Like uh-uh. you know, the whole everybody was worried about what happened to Sandra Bland, but you see who really still even says her name, or like what, we never even figure out what happened to that. But that was that fake outrage during that whole week. Everybody was like, "Nah, nah, this mugshot, this and this, like all that." Or the details are like the little girl. I forgot the girl's name. God bless her heart. They end up dying in Chicago in some hotel or whatever. Yeah, in the freezer. Nobody, that was a whole outrage thing. And then, you know, next week nobody hear about it enough and nobody care about it no more because it's not the hot topic this week. So I feel like that's what the basis of his message was. Y'all fake caring this week, but then next week y'all really not about to buy no more Gucci? So I kind of agree with that statement. The whole, like, fake caring about stuff. So, I mean, I didn't hear the statement, however... I get his statement, but does that prove... So you didn't hear it? No, I didn't hear it. I'm saying I didn't hear it like him. But I'm saying, I get what you're saying and what he's saying. However, does that statement make it okay for him to continue to support it? He's being honest that he still is going to support it. Okay. I'm just saying, and so I get the reasoning. As his other reasoning, black people are, I mean, and I agree, but I just feel like, again, as the black community, we're not on the same page with anything. Nope. nope. And that's what I was saying. I, I get what he's saying, but... You I are. I mean, I get. Yeah, and then I don't expect. So it's a couple of things. I don't expect him to do or say anything different than what he has done. Um, and I just accept that that's who he is. Um, but although I understand the statement, I would challenge him or anybody in that position to be that influence of change to to help us actually do it. Because you have people who for whatever reasons, look up to him and, and may may not wear it because Floyd stops wearing it or I mean, may stop Adrian because Floyd stops, you know what I'm saying? I'm not wearing that shit. And if you wear that shit, you will whatever, whatever. 
you have some people who will follow suit because they look up to him and respect him. So my my challenge to him would be, be that influence that that the community needs, that our people need. Don't just follow suit because it it's that's your it it doesn't affect you personally. Yeah. So that you know, that would be. I just wanted to clarify. I don't agree with what he's doing. I agree with his message that there's fake outrage. I don't agree that he's going to continue to support. Um, but I do agree with what you right. said, that he should use his platform to change it because he has a big platform and he could have been that agent of change, but his ignorance not is his not allowing him to. Yeah. Um, so um, one of our last topics coming in on the night, Colin Kaepernick, he settled with the NFL with the whole that bag, young man. Um, it's reported that he might be getting anywhere from 60 to $80 million in his settlement with the NFL. Um, so we just want to know, do you cheers. think... He sold out. People are saying that he's a sellout because he settled the case to get whatever monetary uh, I feel like he did he a big get. impact. I think he did a lot. He's going two years without pay to just really fight for his cause. He raised the awareness. Like, he used his platform in a positive way. He needs to... Uh, yeah, and if he feels like that was enough life. for him, that's all that matters. That's what... It was his... Income that was being affected. If he felt like that was enough for him, that's him. I feel like he really did do what he needed to do and raise the impact. And if he still chooses to stand on one knee while he's... Can't stand on one knee. (laughs) Whatever the case may be. Kneel on one knee while he's like... Hell of a magician. While the Pledge of Allegiance is going on, I feel like, do it, bro. Like, if you want to play for the NFL, play for them. But, like, you know, you, you did what you needed to do. To raise the awareness, you use your platform in a positive manner, and you got people looking at you, even the fucking president. So, at least it wasn't three months. So, I think he did. Right. it was yeah. too long. Committed, years. committed, and I, I, I don't think he sell out because I mean, his end goal was never the money. But however, like you said, that was, so his settlement wasn't his his case wasn't for the cause of what he was. No, it was for like his. Income. I know. That's what I'm saying. His case, so his his settlement wasn't for what he was trying to bring Awareness attention to. He still continues to do that. His settlement was for the colluding of the owners to not and uh, employ him as an NFL uh, an NFL player and at that a capable NFL player. He was a starter before due, that happened. Due to his due to yeah. Right. So his how is he a seller because he got what was owed to him. They owe like that whole league owes that man money because you can't justify why nobody ever. Hired him to play quarterback when the fucking Redskins just signed Mark Sanchez last year to finish your season, and he's a much better player than him. So he's not a sellout because one, he didn't stop, he hasn't stopped, and two, he's supposed to get what's rightfully his. So no, I mean, he didn't get paid enough, but I mean, that's still a nice amount of money. And people still, people still, like you said, people still, it brought awareness to me. So I personally don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'm not doing it until President Trump is out of office. That's just my personal stand. So, I mean... Because the Pledge of Allegiance, if you guys don't know, is a really racist song. I mean, it's a world that we... The foundations of which this country were built are basically almost racist. Yeah, so why would you stand for a song talking about... I never did anyway due to our religion growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I never... I stood for it. I didn't recite it. And even now, like in my basketball games, I stand for it because... The whole team does, but my hands are behind my back and my head is down. Like I'm not, my hands not on my chest. I'm not reciting no words. I basically. You should kneel at your next game. Nah, no, because we, it's we not can't. my team. I'm not. I'm we not we doing can't. That. Like so, but I, when I coach middle school, we've done things. Um, I've done things with my team to kind of teach them, 
and recognize what was going on. So we had, we did kneel one time. We did put our hands up, don't shoot during the anthem. Um, so I've done that when it was my own team, but not my own team. I'm not, I, I can't do that. Um, but I don't think he's a sellout. I, uh, like I said, and it was an ESPN person said it like, when you go to sport, like, that shit ain't free. So what y'all wanted him to turn down the bag and then pay the court, the lawyer fees and stuff himself? Like, like that's, I said, he still has a lot. That's retarded. Like, he hasn't been employed for two, three years, whatever it's been, due to the fact that he Wrong, stood yeah, out for what he, what he believed in and what, what he wanted to see inflict change upon. So there's no way near sellout. The, what, what it tells me is that the NFL know they was wrong and they would much rather protect whatever it is they can continue to protect yeah, and pay him now. versus it getting public. So that's the Once bigger, court, like, he there. won the money and he won the case because now we know that there's truth to what he was saying and enough truth to the fact that they would settle with him uh, reportedly even somewhere up to $80 million to not have the truth get out. So if anybody thinks Kaepernick is a sellout, you're a dummy. And I um, guarantee you anybody calling him a sellout would cash that motherfucking check quickly. So... Shouts out to Cap, man. Stand up for what you believe in. We need to be more like him. Uh, like you said, not just for three months or, or a short period of time, but a full-out commitment to what we believe needs to be changed. All right. So we about to wrap up for the week. Um, but it is a quote that I wanted to share that came from Kyrie Irving over this All-Star weekend. Um, and I'm pretty sure we all agree at this table. But he said, women run the world. That is the truth about it. Whether men want to admit it or not, women run world. I agree wholeheartedly. So, Kyrie, know what you're talking about, man. Mm -hmm. um, the rest of us need to understand that and really take heed to what he's saying because that yeah. is the truth. Women only let us think we run the world because they know we got egos. Otherwise, they are in control 100%. If it wasn't for a woman, none of us would be here. So, thanks for tuning in to the Mob Podcast. Everybody that can make it out tonight, we appreciate you. Shout out to Miss Felicity Elise and Kevin Lamar. Uh, they should be back with us in our next recording. So, have a great week. Be inspirational. Be positive. Um, anybody else want to say something Love to yourself. the people? Love yourself. Love yours. Sorry. J. Cole. Always wanted to say, if you see a person in Walmart and they ask you what cable service you have, always tell them the one that's on their shirt. Just oh, a tidbit. Yeah, smart. <laughs> that way they leave you the fuck alone. You heard it here first. Do you have. Right. And you'd be like, uh, uh, you know, that, that 121. <laughs> that one you sold me last time. Fuck up. <laughs> but nah, anything? My name is Drizzy, and I ain't perfect, but I work hard, so I deserve it, and I belong, right where you see me, ain't on the fence about it, I ain't Mr. Feeney, nah, I got a decent set of manners, and a job that fills up any empty schedule, a planner, and I fall in love with girls caught up in superficial glamour, who dress like Sarah Jessica, and live like Princess Diana, so often they have addictions, and I'm the one that Defeated, but truly you're bad enough that y'all don't even really need it You could show up at the party on dirty public transit And I guarantee the cameraman will still be snapping candids Of you in your posse party and drinking what you get handed With your Virgin Islands hands all looking like you just landed I don't really understand it, I'm not sure I'm comprehending But these girls are having fun with whoever's money they spend is screaming I like that